Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Professor McQuaig Johnson, thank you very much for taking the time. And what do you make of, uh, of, of the U.S. State Department's release and what you just heard from the chairman of the British Parliament's Foreign Affairs Committee? Well, I think that uh, the fact that this information could be very widely believed by uh, our governments and allies goes to the very low level of trust in China right now. And we know that China has the intention to become the world's leading military power, and a weapon like this would be helpful to them. They have a policy that Xi Jinping has really focused on for the last five years called Uh, the integration of military and civilian technology development. And this goes beyond dual use. It's all aspects of science and technology where civilian scientists are being made to uh, partner with um, military scientists and engineers to try to force-feed innovations into the military. And this would include chemicals and viruses and other medical kinds of uh, things like that. They're doing cutting-edge research. Um, in They're focusing also on virtual technology and consciousness so that they can distort their adversaries' cognition, understanding of what's going on around them. And China calls this winning without fighting. So all of this is very concerning. And frankly, ethics is not a factor in China's research right now. Um, you know, the U.S., the EU and Canada are cutting back on research on monkeys and other primates, and China's ramping up and recently has been creating monkey embryos to which human cells are added and uh, researching ethnic-specific genetic weapons that they could use uh, in their own domestic issues with the Uyghurs. This is all very concerning. And, um, and so, yes, I think there, there is uh, some validity to it. And, uh, and it's just one more dimension of China's uh, plans for becoming a, a dominating world superpower. Yeah, and the report suggests that China's view of bioweapons is that they would, in, in effect, crush the healthcare systems of opposing nations and thereby make them unable to fight. And uh, so much information on this is starting to circulate around the world. It's something to really pay attention to. Plus, uh, Professor McQuaid Johnson, China appears very clearly to be on a war footing. Their military is being uh, is growing by leaps and bounds, and it looks as though they're prepared to push the envelope over Taiwan, Hong Kong, and the South China Sea. So, yeah, it's it's very troubling. Let me ask you this as well: What is China's leadership's view of Canada and our federal government, and how they see our ability to challenge them? Well, to the extent to the extent they think about Canada at all, uh, they think about Meng Wanzhou. So they want that resolved happily, so that she can be sent home. Um, and you know, most Canadians aren't of the view that that should be done. Um, and you know, I, I think they're more concerned right now with Biden. And Canada has a real ally there because. Um, the, the U.S. is the one country that China really fears. And so we, we went together with, with the U.S. and with the U.K. and E.U. Uh, to bring in uh, what are called Magnitsky sanctions against four uh, Chinese officials in the province of Xinjiang. That's where the Uyghurs are being uh, 
uh, have a genocide happening, as well as one of their major institutions that was building all that infrastructure. We did that with the U.S. I don't think we would have been able to do that alone. And, and the two Michaels, uh, here they are. I mean, we, they're off the picture again. They're out of the uh, off the Canadian national radar, at least it appears that way. Are they still seen as a bargaining chip for Meng Wanzhou as far as Beijing is concerned? Yes, I believe they are. They went through their trials, and it was right. really heartening, actually, to see the 27 diplomats from other countries standing shoulder to shoulder with Canadian diplomats outside Michael Kovrig's uh, courthouse in Beijing. Uh, so we're getting a lot of su- support that comes in part from the Declaration on Arbitrary Detention that Canada led. Um, but uh, but yes, they want they want Canada's resources. So in fact, our trade this past year with China has actually gone up, uh, despite the problems with canola and meats. Um, our trade has gone up because they need our resources. Uh, but but that, those are really the only things they want from us: Meng Wanzhou and our resources. And just back to the original point that we made in our conversation, and that is again the United States State Department releasing a document uh, that they received or uh, is from China and apparently was uh, written at least in part by People's Liberation Army generals declaring China to be preparing for World War III by bioweaponizing viruses, including coronaviruses. Are you concerned about the potential of somebody making a mistake here? Are we, are we starting to tread a very fine line in so many different fronts in dealing with, uh, with the Xi government? Well, I think that you have to look at the facts of what China's been doing on biological weapons. And this is something that's tracked annually. Uh-huh. I was just looking earlier today at the, um, the tracking for 2021. And the section on China says that in the 1950s to late 80s, China was uh, doing research on ricin, anthrax, cholera, and the plague. And military medical institutions are right. involved in R&D in these areas. All right. It also pointed out that China never took steps to destroy the materials that they had had, had uh, created in the earlier years. So okay. they are in contravention of that uh, international agreement. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.